Hello, hello, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. Thank you for having me, and I want to thank everybody that came to our 4th of July festival up here in Kingston, New York. A lot of PRNers, yep, and I thank you, thank you so much, and it was a great time. The weather was perfect. Judge Napolitano was a speaker, Lynette Zhang, Joe Bartlett, Anthony Frieda, myself, and great music. Woof! Smokey Hormel and his band, Don Miller Band. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're fighting for freedom, peace, and justice. I've had it. I'm not going to take it anymore. They're robbing us. This little clown boy, this arrogant, arrogant little daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had a home run, Andy Cuomo. This little slime ball who robbed us of our constitutional and Bill of Rights of the governor and I'm issuing executive order to lock down everybody. I don't know crap about health, but I'll tell you what to do. I'll make up the crap as I go along. And then I'll open it up when I want to, and I'm going to do it on my daddy's birthday, June 15, 2021. I'm not making that up. Anyway, this little arrogant boy, this little arrogant boy, issued a new emergency measure to fight gun violence yesterday as he made it easier for shooting victims to sue gun manufacturers. Hey, slimeball, lowlife, piece of garbage. I warned that this was going to happen, arrogant moron, when you lock down everything, you stupid jerk. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. I warned about this March in 2020 when arrogant clowns like him and others began to lock down everywhere. Hey, how about that lighthead you got over there in Illinois, huh? And, 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 and the other guy, Pritzka. Oh, yeah, the gun violence is spiking up nice. California, yeah, yeah, that, you got it. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And you moron, imbeciles, low-life piece of garbage, locking down the entire economy and destroying the lives and livelihoods of hundreds of millions of people, around the world, are now wondering why violence is going up. <laughs> can't figure it out. I can't figure it out because I'm a political moron. Somebody has been sucking off the public tit their whole life, never worked a day in their life. Oh, and I'm a member of the team. I'm a bureaucrat. And I'll tell you what to do as well. What a jerk. This means nothing. Andrew Cuomo 
declared gun violence a disaster emergency <laughs> against a backdrop of rising crime in New York and across the United States. No kidding, imbecile, stupid, moron, arrogant boys and girls. And you got to be equal, girls and boys, black and white, imbeciles and fine people come in all races, creeds and colors and genders. I warned that this was going to happen over and over and over and over. Read your trends journals. Go to trends in the news. I've been warning about this for over a year. Almost a year and a half. Listen to this. Listen to this arrogant slime ball. And I call him that to his face. If you look at the recent numbers, more people are now dying from gun violence and crime than COVID. <laughs> hey, a arrogant boy that's a member of the club, this little imbecile gets $5 million for writing a book that sold what, about 30,000 copies? And what a great guy I am and how I fought the COVID war. Yeah. That imbecile. So, how many people in New York died of the virus? Let's go take a look at World Amita. What do we got here? USA. Uh, only 621,000. Let's see. And they keep counting. They don't keep, they keep counting the people that die of, of air pollution, of pesticide poisoning, of all the other stuff that's killed, chemical poisoning. No, they won't count that all the time. Only the COVID. So low-life, slimeball, arrogant Cuomo, 54,000 people died in New York State of a population of 19.5 million. All right? Now let's look at some countries here. Let's pick a country. What's a country we could go to here? Ah. ah. How about a place like um, Indonesia? They got 276 million people. Oh, they have 61,000 deaths. How about a place like Bangladesh? Oh, they have 166 million people. They have 15,392 deaths. Well, New York has 54,000 deaths. And this little clown boy, this arrogant jerk. Listen, I got a gun. And if anybody breaks into my house... If anybody breaks in and tries to kill me, I'll blow their brains out, all right? There's a thing called the Second Amendment. And they also have it there so slime balls like you can bring your army in and take over the people. And you're passing this law, and another emergency law, using his powers. <laughs> There's a national problem, but someone has to step up and address the problem. 
because our future depends on it. Someone, someone like me, arrogant scum, Cuomo, the, uh, don't get angry, Salenti. Be like everybody else, except, of course, the people who tune into PRN and a few other places. Bend over and take it. Ah. And then you got that other jerk. Disgrace. Biden. Another guy's been sucking off the public tit his entire life. His entire life. Since he's 30 years old. Senator from Maryland. Yeah, the place Maryland, where they give all the big companies big tax breaks. Yeah, that Maryland. And what does he do? He um, he tells people this is his, we had a we had an Independence Day festival. This land is your land. This land is my land. Had a wonderful time. An Independence Day event to celebrate progress to the pandemic. This is the headline story in the toilet paper record in New York Times. On the day that President Biden had long anticipated as a milestone in the fight against the COVID coronavirus. Fight. Remember, they call this a war when it began. The White House hosted a celebration. Quote, 245 years ago, we declared our independence from a distant king. Today, we're closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus. Could you imagine comparing the fight for freedom, the military fight for freedom, where people gave their lives to fighting the virus, which 94% of the people have 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities, Type 2 diabetics and obesity are among them, the highest. And respiratory ailments, you got all that, uh, only 70% of Americans are overweight and 42% are obese. Now, you ready for this? This, to me, is a disgrace. The president also addressed the present imploring unvaccinated Americans to get shots. Quote, it's the most patriotic thing you can do. Could you, this is a disgrace. Calling for people to be forced to take a vaccination that has not even yet been approved by the FDA an Operation Warped Speed injection, calling that a patriotic duty. How low can you go? That's how low America has fallen. That's how low. 
have said. And by the way, we're not having a, uh, we're going to have a, um, a Labor Day festival up here in Kingston, but I'm not going to do it this year. And the reason why is Dr. Ron Paul asked me to join them once again as a speaker at their September 4th Peace and Prosperity Conference in Washington, D.C. So if you want to have another, Ron Paul is the only person I've, I've, the, 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 uh, the only person that I had voted for was Ron Paul and Ralph Nader. Those are the last two presidents I voted for. And the theme is the war on us. And it's about the past year and a half attacks on our civil liberties. It's about domestic terrorism, the scam. So you better, um, if you want to attend, you better sign up now. Go to, go to Ron Paul Institute. And um, because it's going to be packed. <laughs> and Judge Napolitano, which I didn't know, is going to be one of the other speakers. So I'm very honored, very honored. And uh, I do hope you join us because it's going to be quite a meeting, a meeting of the minds of people that fight for freedom, peace, and justice. So, Take a look at what's going on in the markets. Yeah, they're flat. And um, gold has been moving up. It's over 1,800. Cryptos are still pretty stagnant, but still pretty strong. And you know our forecast. If you subscribe to the Trends Journal, and our forecast is simple: the Biden bounce. It's happened. Artificially propped up equities, artificially propped up markets, and we believe they're at a peak right now. And one of the ways you can see what's going on is about all the money being pumped in the market by the rookies, young gamblers, pouring in, pouring in as they're playing the markets. So when this kind of thing happens, it's a, um, it's a, uh, a gambler's game. They call them investors. <laughs> investors grow up. Not investors. 
the gamblers. Oh, here's a, this was from um, yesterday's Wall Street Journal. Tyson Foods, Inc. is recalling about 8.5 million pounds of chicken products that the company and federal officials, federal officials, official jerks, federal, federal officials said could be contaminated with harmful bacteria. The recall, one of the largest announced in recent years, covers products ranging from bags of boneless, skinless breasts to fajita strips. I'm mentioning this because this again, another one of monopolies running the country. There's no local farmers anymore. All the big guys own everything. And the way they raise these things, injecting them with everything they could blow them up as quick as they can and keep them alive with all these artificial injections because they should die because of all the crap and the terrible living conditions they're in. Oh, and you wonder why people are obese and, 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 and overweight and ill? And they get away with this. Not a word from the prostitute media about building up your immune system to stay strong, to fight the COVID war. Again, by the facts. They're locking down Australia again. They're locking it down. The variant is coming, the variant. The Delta Blues. Yeah, facts don't matter. You know how many people died in Australia? It's 25 million people. Try 910 over a year and a half, and the average age is like 79 years old. You know how many died this year? None. And they're locking down. Because the variant's coming. The variant's coming. You know what they're locking down for? Because the vaccination rate is so low. Now, wait a minute, the vaccination rate is so low and nobody's dying, why are you locking down? Oh, because we've got to sell the vaxxers. We work for the drug dealers. They're not big pharma, they're drug dealers. Yep. Vaccinating little kids. Oh, they only have a 99.997% recovery rate, according to the CDC, people 1 to 20 years old. And 20 years old is not a kid. Yep. <laughs> the average age of deaths in COVID in the United States is 73 years old. And about half the deaths of people 80 or older. And what's the average life expectancy in the United States? Like 78 years old? And about half the deaths are 80 years or older. And, it's, and, our, and our life expectancy, by the way, is going down because of the crap that people eat and all the poisons that they're putting in our food, our water, in the air, in the earth. Yep. I mean, that 
talking about that lying little jerk Cuomo, that arrogant boy that got $5 million for his book. This is the guy that took sick people out of hospitals and putting them in nursing homes. So then you got like 15,000 people out of that 50,000 died from nursing homes. No, this, this whole thing is, it, it's, it's a, um, it's terrible. Just terrible. In the U.S., 78% of people hospitalized for COVID were overweight or obese. 78%. Lockdowns caused Americans to gain an average of two pounds per month. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, boy, those people ate those Cheetos and all that other stuff. Their sales are way up. Way, 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 way up. United States spent $3 billion manufacturing ventilators. By August 2020, the Department of Health and Human Services had distributed 15,057 ventilators leaving 95,713 of them unused. Yep. The New York City, the death rate for COVID-19 patients on ventilators was 88%. This guy wrote this article, I don't have his name here. Did a great job. Alex... Guten Tag. Let's put all this together. Yep. And now, the big news, of course, is that Biden's spending our money to send people door to door to get vaccinated. Anyway, so on the markets, the market front, we're still bullish on gold. And um, we, we see it. You know, we, we, we see it um, moving in toward the $2,000, an ounce. Inflation. We see it continuing to climb. You know, a couple of days ago, oil hit a six-year high. It bounced, came down. Now it's only at about a, it was less than a two-year high. But um, you know what it costs to go to the pump. But the billionaires got $8 trillion richer, while the rest of us all got poorer. And that's the new USSA and around the world. So on the market front, we think the markets have peaked. And we could go into a bear market where we're forecasting you're going to start seeing equities go down 20% or more. You know, in New York, they're moving the people out of the uh, the hotels, the homeless people. Big story, right? I'm mentioning this because 
if the virus was so deadly, we got like, what, about three quarters of a million homeless people in the United States at least, the hospitals would be filled with homeless people. They're more healthy than the people on the, that are eating uh, the junk food. And that's what it is, the junk food nation. Variant hits unvaccination, unvaccinated nations hard. This is the Wall Street Journal. Major story yesterday. Hits unvaccinated nations hard. Wait a minute. I just mentioned about Australia. That's an unvaccinated nation. And nobody died of the virus this year. Why don't you put that in there? No, we're not going to put that in there because we're selling fear and hysteria. And you, Salenti, you only put out the truth and trends. The truth doesn't count when you're a prostitute. We get paid. We are media whores that get paid by our corporate pimps and our government whoremasters to do what we're told. Vaccines in use now in the West appear effective at protecting against the Delta variant. Well, that's not according to other articles that I've read that said it's not. So somebody's wrong here. Big article yesterday in the Financial Times saying that the Pfizer jab is only about 94% effective. And that's if these things are even accurate. But yet they put it out there because what they're pushing for now is the global jab. That we are being forced to be vaccinated is so un-American. Again, we had an Independence Day rally festival, not a rally, a festival, celebrating our independence of we, the people of the United States, forcing children to get vaccinated, to go to a public school that we pay for. Public school, what a joke. That's a whole other thing, education. What education system? Brainwashing system. Moron system. Yeah. It's it's what what what's going on? They're selling this this now they're selling the variant. So they're going to loosen things up for the summer, and then, and then, they're going to tighten them up in the winter to get that vaccine rate going up, because these politicians they get paid off. Morons and imbeciles call it campaign contributions. Adults call it bribes and payoffs. They're going to push the vaccine. Look at the low-life piece of garbage scum crap, this uh, Gottlieb guy, who's the former FDA head. Now he's on the board of directors of Pfizer. How stupid can you be to believe in this system? Oh, there's no... What, are you kidding me? It's not a revolving door. It's like George Carlin said. It's one big club and you ain't in it. Look at the guy who's our defense secretary. This Austin guy. Oh, 
You mean the former general? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, that guy? Oh, you mean the guy that's on the board of directors of Raytheon? The biggest defense, one of the biggest defense contractors in the world? Oh, that guy? That's now our defense secretary? Look who's the head of the, 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 uh, our Treasury Department, Janet Yellen. Oh, yes, but Salenti, she's a woman. Ah, get out of here. I look at the pictures. I'm kind of doubtful what she is. Looks half dead to me. Now, where was she before? Oh, she was the head of the Federal Reserve. And that's a dirty word. They're not federal. They're private bankers. All right? The Federal Reserve, right in front of our eyes, right in front of our eyes, controlling our lives. The Treasury Department, run by the Federal Reserve. The FDA, guys on the board of directors now, run by the drug companies. The FDA, run by the drug companies. The military, Raytheon, now the defense sector, run, run by the defense industry, right in front of your eyes. So support us. Go to OccupyPeace.com and make some donations. Support the Trends Journal if you want to see history before it happens. Everything that's going on, the markets, on and on and on. Geopolitics, social, socioeconomic, we're doing it first. We can't do it without your support. And we're going to take a break now, and we'll be back in a bit. Hello, hello. Welcome to Progressive Radio. Progressive Radio Network. This is Gerald Salenti. The publisher of the Trends Journal. No other magazine like it anywhere, any place. Now, 140 pages. We're taking off this week. 140 pages last week. It's a weekly. The New York Times, $3 a day. The Trends Journal, $2. $3 a day. This is for $2 for a whole week's worth of information. $2. A week. You can't afford that. And again, if you want to see what's going on, what it means and what's next, that's the magazine. And if you have any questions, feel free to call 1-888-874-4888-888-874-4888. Well, if you have any answers or you want to talk about this or that, Feel free to call 1-888-874-4888. So, moving on to some other trends in the news. I mentioned that individual investors are pouring record amounts of cash into the market. They're not investors. They are gamblers. And... You're looking now, more than 10 million people jumped into the markets, according to the research by JMP Securities. In June, individual investors, gamblers, investors, are you kidding me with this word, brought nearly $28 billion of stocks and ETFs. They're pumping dough into these fake markets. The market should have crashed in 2020. But again, 
the Federal Reserve has artificially pumped them up. And they're going to keep pumping them up and pumping them up and pumping them up. Because now there's even less fear that they're going to raise interest rates, even though inflation's going up, because they know when interest rates go up, the markets go down because the gamblers can't get the cheap money. And that's the bigs that are buying up everything, robbing us of our independence. You're a non-essential business. You're just a little piece of crap. Walmart is essential. Costco is essential. Target is essential. Mom and pop, his and hers, his and his, his isn't essential. Only the bigs are. Oh, and alcohol. You can drink all the booze you want. I mentioned how many people died in, in, because they, they get a lot of taxes. That's why alcohol, that's why they, the, 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 I mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's why they allowed the, the booze stores to stay open because they get such high tax revenue. In Australia, I mentioned that nobody's died of the virus this year. The vaccination rate is nearly nothing. But guess what? Over 6,000 people died of uh, overdosing on booze, but that's okay. And again, I say don't regulate, you know, you want to drink away, you know, it's your, you got to get your life in order. Drink away, eat away, whatever you want to do, it's up to you to change it. And just to make it clear, I mean, I've had my, <laughs> I'm not the same person I was when I was a kid. So, again, if you have any calls, any answers, any questions, 888-874-4888. Companies, we had forecasts a long time ago when this happened. And the first ones to do it were the geeks over there in uh, San Francisco. The virus, when it first broke out, it broke out in Kirkland, Washington, 2020. Nursing homes. That's right. And right away, that freaky-looking cat, that Dorsey, who runs Twitter, said people could work from home. And then Microsoft, Facebook, one after another. Work at home, work at home, work at home. Oh, and their stocks skyrocketed. Zoom. Hey, everything skyrocketed as the world went digital. So we wrote that commercial real estate is going to take a big hit because this is part of a new trend, the work-at-home trend. Now, remember, we wrote this back in February, excuse me, of April in 2020. And the Trends Journal have been writing about it since. This is out of the Wall Street Journal this week. Companies cutting office space predict long-term savings. So in the Trends Journal, what's going to happen with real estate? With the commercial sector and the home sector? Well, the commercial sector, go back, go back to last year at this time. Go back to last July, 2020. What did you hear all the time? Oh, it'll come back. It'll come back. Oh, and the office spaces were going to fill up, remember? After Labor Day. It didn't happen. 
In New York, according to Castle Systems, 20% of offices in New York and San Francisco were being used during the week of June 23rd. But over there in Texas, where they opened up, hey, they're wide open in Texas, 50%. So if it goes back up to 80%, you got a 20% drop off. What's that going to do to all the businesses that depended on commuters? And to get this 100% straight, One hundred percent straight. It was overbuilt before this happened. The big cities. They're still finishing putting apartments up in New York. They started them and still going ahead. It's not coming back. You know who's forcing the workers to come back? And you got to get vaccinated. The Goldman Sachs gang. The Morgan Stanleys. J.P. Morgan chases. You know why? Because they got all the loans out and they're invested in commercial real estate. So they know how bad it is. So they're forcing people to come back. And you're going to see more and more of that. <laughs> During the week ending June 23rd, the average occupancy rate in 10 major U.S. metro areas was 32%. That's only up 10% from last year. And now what you're looking at are these big companies are saying, well, we'll let the people work from home. I'm going to cut back on my rental space. It'll save us money. So, for example, you got Yelp saying they expect to save $10 million to $12 million a year. That's real dough. One after another. McKesson. They have 76,000 employees around the world. The reduction in office space, once fully implemented, are expected to save McKesson between $60 million to $80 million a year. This is in the Wall Street Journal. So what's going to happen to commercial real estate? What's going to happen? What's going to happen to all the businesses that support it? Now let's go back to making connections between different fields. Clown Cuomo got this gun law now, right? You're going to see violence go way up. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And they're going to be losing it big time. Big time. 21 of the top 25 U.S. hotel markets are in depression or recession. This is according to the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Just came out yesterday. So, what does that mean as well? How about air travel? 
What's the most lucrative sector of air travel? Business. Now in the Zoom world, they're going to do less traveling for business. Less traveling for business not only hurts the hotels and restaurants, but also office spaces. What's going on is very big. This is unprecedented. And it's not going to come back. It's part of a new world. So these are the kind of things that the COVID war brought about. After every war, there's always changes. You know, one of the nice things I see in New York, you know, dining outside. That's great. Eat outside in that filthy air. No, but it's nice to be outside. And even up here in Kingston, they weren't eating outside before. Now everybody's eating out. They have these nice places out to eat outside. Looks great. So that's a positive. And a positive is working from home more. Who wants to commute an hour and a half on the LIE or anywhere? And you're also going to see changes in education, more online learning. Trends are born, they grow, they mature, reach old age, and die. This trend has just been born. Brand new. Brand new. And on the residential end, there's going to be a correction in the markets. Will it be a crash like the 2008? Nope. Will prices still go up when the economy goes down? Nope. But will they crash? Nope. They won't. Not in the areas where they spike the highest. Yes, they're going to go down. But we don't see that crash happening as it happened the last time around. The major reason being, and again, not on a positive note, the people with money are buying them. It's not unlike the subprime mortgage thing where, you know, you didn't have a job. You had to work. Got no dough. Don't worry about it. Sign here. You could buy a house. <laughs> yeah, remember the Goldman Sachs gang did that one. Then you bail them out. Isn't that great? America. This country's gone, man. Unless we change the system. And by the way, talking about changing the system and country gone, they had an election in France last week. Macron, the president, the prime minister, or president, his party did lousy. And so did Le Pen. And that was supposed to do better. But here's the big deal of the whole thing. It doesn't make the news. Only 35% of the people turned out to vote. 35% of the people turned out to vote. Do you know why so few people turned out to vote? Because they know how corrupt the system is. Same thing here. Corrupt system. Why vote? Democrat or Republican, grow up. They're both terrible parties. The murderers and thieves. 
By their deeds you shall know them. You like the Biden every war that he supported? The too big to fails? You're just a piece of garbage. You're non-essential. The banks are too big to fail. So they had an election. 35% of the people turned out to vote. So you know who those 35 were? Those are the people in the political system. The bureaucrats. The government workers. Government jerks. All right. That's the kind of thing we need here. We need a big change in America. Because without it, it's only going to get much worse. Much, much worse. Much, 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 much worse. <laughs> Mortgage applications, by the way, they sunk to their lowest level since before the COVID war began. So we're seeing the peak. So again, this is their lowest level since January of 2020. So you're looking at the markets peaking. You're looking at the real estate market peaking. You're looking at the equities market peaking. But again, we don't forecast a real estate crash. We do on the commercial end. This thing is going to be big. It's going to go because it's the big companies that are all invested in the commercial real estate. Look at that ugly crap they built down in New York, uh, Hudson Yards. $25 billion. Hey, Neiman Marcus, we're out of here. Michelin restaurants, we're out of here. Yep. So, get ready. And then, you know, there's, you bet the ups and you bet the downs. We don't tell you what to do. But again, this is very important when you're seeing mortgage applications decreasing, you know, almost 2% last week. And again, it's the four, lowest level since the beginning of 2020. This is before the COVID war began. But there's also other things that are driving it down. And that's low inventory. There's not a lot of houses out there. And the stuff that's out there, the prices are high. So a lot of people can't afford it. So that's why I'm mentioning this. Yes, they're down, but the reasons they're down, the applications, is what you have to look at. 
It's not like there's a flood of houses out there and a lot of stuff going for good prices, low prices that's bringing it down. It's the opposite. So it's a supply and demand issue here. And there's demand. Demand is still there, but they don't have the money to do it. And you don't have the supply to make it happen. And then looking at um, oil, you know, the prices, they, they, they weaken, you know, quite a bit because there, there's uncertainty on whether or not they're going to increase supply among OPEC plus. And so there's a fight for them to increase supply and a fight against not increasing it. So that's what's brought the prices down. But they're still high, over $73 a barrel for Brent crude. And again, we're at two-year highs here. And then another one you really look at, watch what's going on in China. And you heard President Xi's address last week. Well, maybe you didn't. And he said that anybody that tries to mess with China will get their heads smashed on the Great Wall of Steel. Those are his words. So as we noted, the 20th century was the American century. The 21st century is going to be the Chinese century. The business of China is business. The business of America has been war. China's building a self-sustaining economy. They're doing more business within their economy. They're going to be relying less and less on exports. They know that they need them and they want them, but they also understand that they have to build their business from within. Pam, you got a couple of minutes here. From Jersey. Hi, Gerald. Um, Hello. I wanted to share a natural way to heal COVID. I healed parvovirus this way. Um, I got parvovirus. You're nauseous after you eat because it attacks your stomach. Dogs die from it. They vomit. They die. This could probably heal dogs also. I healed it with lavender flowers, organic, and organic chamomile tea. Ah. And the chamomile heals your stomach, and the lavender flowers kills the virus. You can buy that in a company called Prairie Edge in South Dakota. And I also healed walking pneumonia with OSHA root, which they sell. And that's O-S-H-A root. And I just eat a quarter inch by quarter inch of OSHA root a day and a pinch of dried uh, lavender flowers a day, or if I feel like I'm getting a cold, I'll eat three or four pinches a day and it leaves right away. And I think it would also heal uh, COVID. Well, that's great information. Oh, but how dare you eat the natural things? You're only supposed to buy things that are made from <laughs> drug companies. Right, <laughs> right. Nature doesn't, nature doesn't count. No. Or, or you know, in, in the geek world, you don't have to use your heart and soul to play an instrument. No, we could digitize it. You know, so right. the whole and thing, he, I mean, what you've been saying, Pam, is, you know, makes perfect sense, of course. You know, that's what this, this earth is about, natural healing. 
and they've they've stolen it from us. So right, and for- here's another comment. My brother Peter had the the Moderna vaccine for COVID, and he drove extremely fast in a in a um, suburban area, and had a car crash, a severe car crash, oh. and he was in the jail and the hospital and. Now he's in the psych ward, and oh. I called there at the psych ward, and the nurse there or someone that answered the phone said there's another person there that had the uh, the Moderna vaccine and had a something bad happen also. Oh, 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 how sad. I'm so sorry. Thank I'm you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Pam. We're going to be closing out soon, so I... I want to say goodbye and thank you very much for the information you put out. And, and we wish your brother uh, and your family the very best. That's, that's so sad. Um, it, it's what, what they're doing. I, had a, I lost a niece that OD'd on, on opiates, you know, and the oh, drug companies. They, again, they're not drug companies. They're drug cartels. Oh, need to pull let what me they add are. something else, Gerald. Cat's claw is a good painkiller, an herb called cat's claw. I use it for my herniated disc pain. And also ah. I use a company called Boron. It's a French company, B-O-I-R-O-N, and the product called nerve pain. I use that for dental pain, herniated disc pain. You don't well, have you. to use farms for anything. There's a natural thing for everything, probably. You're probably, I agree. Thank you very much, Pam, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in today on Progressive Radio Network. And again, do everything you can to support Progressive Radio Network. It's, it's um, you know, the people here, we're doing this with for our hearts and souls to, to give as much as we can to, to help reverse the negative trends and accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative and latch on to the affirmative. And don't call me Mr. In-Between. Yep. And uh, you got to spread joy up to the maximum and bring gloom down to the minimum and have faith or pandemonium is liable to walk upon the scene. So we're going to change that scene with joy and beauty, love and liberty. Thank you for tuning in and see you in two weeks.